He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we're going to be recapping action from week zero of FBS football. Particularly, we're going to be talking about USC, San Jose State, Notre Dame Navy, and then just some quick remaining takeaways that we had from the week. Sean, I want to talk about, though, at the beginning before we get into these, uh, how entertained I was by the interactions that I had with uh, with people on Twitter when I posted mm-hmm. my setup featuring my floor TV. Um, and I got the responses that I kind of was anticipating. Um, most of the 20-year-olds saw the, the floor TV. They saw the setup. And they thought, this is freaking awesome. That was most of the interaction. And then there was a wave of dads that came in and they were like, oh, that's really, it's really dangerous. That TV shouldn't be on the ground. Oh, we need to, we need to get you a wall mount for that TV. Um, really happy with the results of that, that interaction. Would like to see some more floor TVs though. That's for sure. I'm going to show Joe something that he's never seen in his life for the first what? time ever on this show. What? I have a debut to make for Joe. What? And and a lot of listeners are going to know what this is, but Joe is going to be incredibly perplexed. All right. So Joe, this eat shit. This eat is shit. a tool. I box. have one of those. I have one. Don't this act like a... you're. Mine's better than yours. Yours sucks. Yours this sucks. Toolbox. Mine's better than you yours. You might not know. I have a toolbox. Eat shit. But a toolbox is a box that contains tools, uh-huh. so that you could. Mount a TV if needed. You know, if you need, if, if a screw goes bad, you can replace the screw. I was able to put a new uh, handle on my door using the items within my toolbox. It's what people have if they, if they need to do a project or fix something. So I'm just giving you a heads up. You might want to try to find one. Maybe talk one. to a Home Depot or Lowe's specialist. I have And one. they can help you construct your own, you know, starter kit toolkit. I have one, Sean. I don't believe I have you. one. I will. You can go screw. Go get your toolkit then. You can go screw. I know that this show is going to stink this episode because I know you're going to come in and you're going to be mean about Notre Dame. I'm just, I just I'm not going to be mean. No, I, have, I have a very, a very not okay. Sean take about Notre Dame, but okay. I, I have a very Sean take about you not having a toolbox. I think you dad have has a toolbox. toolbox. I have a toolbox. You don't. I do. I'm not going to get up and go get it because I, I don't want to waste time. Go ahead. Go get your toolbox. Go ahead. Joe told me this is how good Joe's toolbox is. He told me that he he assembled his entire backdrop, all those shelves, and he did it wrong. And his show. dad needed to that one. toolbox reeks. It's a portable that, one. That toolbox is awful. Why is mine not portable? Mine has a big I, uh, a, a because big I, I'm not going to be. I I don't have as I'm don't pop need it open. One that's as go ahead. Or, pop it open. Everything's going to come spilling out. Is this because you don't know how to open it? That's right. Because you don't know how to open it because you never opened it in your life. I've opened it, but the problem is is that these stupid bits for the wrench (laughs) don't stay secure in the toolbox. And now I'm going to spend the rest of the episode putting these things back and you're going to have to wait for me (laughs) because now everything is everywhere. God, you're an asshole. God, you. You know what I did one time? Now we'll one close. Time, one time it was me, my dad, and uh, our worst. neighbor Rick from across the street. And we were kind of chopping it up in the garage. I think we were going to help uh, Rick with a project in his garage. Uh-huh. And my dad had uh, a, a toolbox just open, you know, like full oyster open. 
and you know he was looking for an attachment like the 516th or the whatever it was and uh-huh. i kicked the toolbox over and every single attachment fell out in the garage <laughs> and i was 21 22 and Rick had known me growing up the entire time. And my dad's sitting here like, look, my boy just graduated college. He played some football. He's got a job or two. And then I kick all, I kick the entire toolbox on the ground. And I just hear a. And silence from Rick. Silence. Because he couldn't believe that I kicked over the all of the attachments. Had to put them in size by size, size by size. A mess. Well, that's not what I need to do. I don't think I have as many, but now I need to do that. All right, we have football to talk about. Um, we have what to talk about? Football oh, to okay. talk about. We have football to talk about. Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code Believe Fifty. Bet Online has all of the latest updated odds. For the NFL and college football seasons, anything you need, whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at Bet Online. And again, make sure you use that promo code Believe Fifty B L E A V five zero to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Navy beats Notre Dame. Notre Dame beats Navy. God, you are just ruining me today. Notre Dame beats Navy in a dominating fashion, 42-3. Keep them off the board. Notre Dame's receivers, Sam Hartman, all look really good. My main thing, and I talked about this in a quick reaction video, I'm understanding of who they played. They played Navy with a new head coach. By the way, Navy's head coach might have one of the best beards in college football. It's very strong. Moving past that. They are obviously not going to play teams like that the rest of the way. Undersized, still figuring things out. But if that was last year, there's no shot that they score 40 points. There's no shot that they have the splash games and the passing game the way that they did. They looked like they had control of that game from the beginning to the end. And again, that would not have happened last year. My main thing, my main thing is that they look a whole step ahead of the way that they did last season offensively compared to what we saw in 2022. And I'm confident. I'm happy and I'm confident. So I have to congratulate you. And as this will seem like a very early congratulations and you know, the, this is something that a bigger show would get a, a freezing cold takes mentions underneath the tweet. Uh, but you have a quarterback. Congratulations. You have a quarterback and you have the best quarterback that you've had there in 10 years, maybe longer. Sam Hartman. It's Brady Quinn, probably. I Sam Hartman's a dude. He is a capable quarterback. He is a uh, veteran quarterback. He is a guy that can lead that offense. And good news, you guys have to face some world beaters in a real test next week versus Tennessee State. So I hope you guys can stave them off. Cupcake schedule. Ugh. But Okay, it's not like they don't play USC, Clemson, and Ohio State. So let's... Settle that down. You also have a sneaky North uh, North, Car- North Carolina State game in uh, week three. So I'm not hating, hating, but I'm just giving you a heads up uh, that Sam Hartman is going to be a dude. And as long as he stays healthy, which he will, because that O-line looked great. God, they look great. I know Navy's not putting out 330-pounders on the defensive line. I know they're not. But they were just opening holes, just huge holes for the running backs, protecting the quarterback. 
They looked good. Uh, so I'm glad you were able to celebrate your Super Bowl this weekend. I was happy. All for right. You. All right. What? All right. What? 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 No, because like the 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 backhanded comment is no, unnecessary. No, no, it was a good win. And no, because this is the problem that that comes down to everything with with this past week is that Notre Dame fans are excited because we haven't had a quarterback like that. We haven't had an offense that's moving like that in some time. Mm-hmm. And it was against a bad opponent. So every jerk that hates Notre Dame came in to be like, oh, you guys beat Navy. Congratulations. What's going to happen when you play Ohio State? Again, we all know that Navy's not an example that is comparable to other good teams in college football. Obviously not. They still need to prove themselves. Tennessee State's not going to show us anything. NC State will be that first real exposure to difficult opponents. Brandon Armstrong's a good quarterback. How do they play against him? Can they contain him? I understand the circumstance, but for the way that they wax the floor against Navy, I feel good about myself. I'm not going as far as to say that they're a college football playoff team. They're not. There is work to be done, but they played well. The other piece to this, and I said this on the show on Wednesday or Thursday whenever we put that out, the way that they play against Navy is always indicative of how they play the rest of the season. If they kick the crap out of them and they dominate them, it's usually because they have one of their best teams and they might be on that track. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Uh, I bet on uh, Navy in my personal life uh, to cover and I got snaked by those that I was betting with that said that they flipped over to to Notre Dame. And then I actually masked my anger uh, for Notre Dame because I was so angry at Navy for being so bad. uh, You bet on Navy to cover? Yeah, the 20 and a half. Yeah, I thought they were going to slow the game down. The the, the quarters are going to be moving faster because they're I get it. I know. I know. Worst of all time. The worst of all time. But I, I, I couldn't even be mad at Notre Dame because Notre Dame was just doing what Notre Dame did, right? They weren't doing anything out of the ordinary. Uh, but Navy having Navy having two Navy wide receivers interfere with each other on a fourth down conversion uh, uh, in the first quarter, let me know. I'm not seeing this money again. And I knew it was going to be a good bet. So I put down like half a unit on it just so I could be watching it and having a good time. Uh, because I mean, it was going to be a stinker either way. But, God, Navy stunk. They stunk. They were bad operationally. They were slow. They stunk. Well, it's not like we, we had any expectation coming they into that stunk, game that they though. were going to be they were bad. competitive. Did you think that they are going to go on to win the I American? I hate football. I'm back to hating football. It took yeah. me one game for me to hate football again. <sighs> We're going to get to that in a second. We're going to get to that in a second because you dragged me down with you with your terrible, inept betting skills. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. Um, But I I, I don't think there's much else to really take away from that Navy game because, again, it's Navy. Yeah, Yeah. There's just some positives. USC versus San Jose State, though, there is a lot to talk about. It was a whirlwind on Twitter. People reacting to the plays by Siobhan Cordero, the extended – runs the third and 22 he converted the touchdown that he threw before the half they kicked the crap out of the spartans it wasn't hard for usc to win that game it wasn't going to be but defensively it's the same thing as last year there is no rallying to the football there is no contain there is no pride i am not worried about usc defensively if they continue to play like that now there's time to correct those issues and you've got a lot of new faces and it's going to 
take a little bit before they all play cohesively together. But man, did they just look pathetic during that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all my religious shtick aside from what I saw, Siobhan Cordero looked very fun. Uh, he looked good. He looked like he was operating the offense pretty well. And it's San Jose state, right? It's it's, there wasn't much expectation. San Jose state doesn't do things like this, uh, but still to put 28 points in Alex Grinch's face and say, stick it, old man, look what we did. I threw for 200 yards and three touchdowns uh, against you to a wide receiver who caught three of them named Nick Nash. <laughs> Hey man, he looked pretty good. That one, I'm, catch I'm, he had sure, was I'm sure. I'm sure he looked good. I'm sure he was good. And the only reason, the only reason that that USC fans are, are doing okay is because Zachariah Branch decided to be the new guy, and, and he, who, and then oh, now I need to know who this player is. That's who he became for me. It was okay, okay, that's a good touch, and then wow, it immediately saying this is a this is a problem. This is a problem for defenses. And that's what we said USC was going to be. We said they were going to be a problem for defenses, but their defense is a problem. It's bad. It's bad because if San Jose State's putting up 28, how much is Oregon going to put up? How much is Washington going to put up? That's my whole point. Honestly, how many points would, would Washington have put up last uh, uh, last night? 56? Would they, they, they probably would have 50 yeah. them also, and it would have been a crazy-ass game. These One of those touchdowns will 50 bomb USC this year. They will 50 bomb them. One of those touchdowns was garbage time, but 21 points against San Jose state and a, a slippery quarterback in Chavon Cordero, a guy that's impossible to, to, to rally. If you don't play good, technically sound football, your Lord and savior. That's right. Um, that is a warm up for when you have to play Bo Nix and Michael Penix. And if you can't contain him, what the hell do you think is going to happen against those Dude. dudes? It, sound the alarm. Fire Alex Grinch. The fact that he's still even there is a farce. It's a joke. They will get 50 bombed by one of those two teams because, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know what? Caleb Williams could go and he looked great. And he had plays where you're just like, wow, this guy is polished. He looks good. I think uh, Lincoln Riley knows exactly how to use him. It's good that, that those two are good and they will win games because of those two. But boy, that defense is scary. It is a scary sight if you're a USC fan. Be looking down the barrel like, ah, you didn't really get away with that one. Like, like that's what they're going to be feeling like. Like, oh, man, yeah, our offense did well, but there's just going to be a lingering. It's like a Sunday lingering. You're doing good, and then you know you got work tomorrow. You're in school. You're like, oh, man, just had dinner. I just want to chill. Oh, you got homework. That's what this defense is going to feel like for the USC, for USC. Just lingering. Like, when are they going to do it? When are they going to, when are they going to, now they are, now they are. There's a 70 yard bomb. We're done for USC. Fix it fast. It's completely pathetic. The the one thing too, though, you brought up Zachariah branch. I want to talk about him because as negative as I've been about USC and I'm going to be negative about them the entire season, because I am the biggest USC hater on the planet. I said this to Blake before I started taping the, the other show uh, that I do with the other college football show. I said, the two teams that I hate the most are USC and then South Carolina. So I hate both USC's. But positives, though, you talked about Zachariah Branch. I'm so goddamn excited. That kid is awesome. That I, It takes a lot for me to like a USC player. That kid is, is fantastic. I will go as far as to say that I think that Zachariah Branch has already established himself as the best freshman, true freshman player in the country. 
I don't need to see anything from anybody else. I know that there's some young quarterbacks that are going to play. I know that there's guys like Caleb Downs and Keon Keeley and Caden Proctor and all those guys that are on, on these SEC programs. I don't need to see him play because you know what? Zachariah Branch is six points waiting to happen. We now know that he is a guy. You give him the rock, he's gone. He's yeah. that good. I, it, it's Tavon Austin. That's Tyreek Hill. He's going to be a problem. I am afraid as a Notre Dame fan to see him for the next oh, yeah. three years. Oh, he's going to carve you up. He, he just will. And he'll, it's not just going to be selectively versus Notre Dame. It's going to be, oh, my God, how is he that twitchy? And how is he that fast? The kickoff return touchdown, I'm sitting there like, oh, this is – haven't seen this in a minute. Haven't seen this in a minute. And there's fast guys. There's uh, – I mean, I mean, Calvin Austin for this – that got drafted by the Steelers, incredibly fast. I was watching their preseason game where they drubbed Atlanta. Did you see Atlanta scored zero points in their final preseason game? By yeah, the way, I'm not shocked. Hideous. You don't hideous. have a quarterback. We're, we're going to stink this year. Ritter so stink, whatever. Trey Lance. But, but Calvin – Heineke looked bad also. All right, but, I was but, just in a but Calvin Austin. Calvin. Sorry, 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 sorry. Calvin yeah. Austin looked very fast. I know he's a he's a rookie, Calvin, uh, but God, Branch is just fast. He just moves on a different speed than everybody else. Which great recruiting way to lock him in there. Do it. Give him the ball. Give him the ball. That's all that you need to do. Well, it's that point that he fits. Like talk about a perfect fit. Like, yeah. Talk about recruiting. Coach finds a guy that he can use as an exploitive athlete to just dominate i i almost it's a weird take i i wonder if his impact could be felt the same if he's at alabama that doesn't run this you know spread you out get your playmakers the ball let them just go to town type of an offense i i don't know if if we'd get that same exposure i think that zachariah branch my point is is just landed in a perfect yeah perfect scenario yeah and it, he will be a treat to watch all season It'll be fun. That's a guy that we nice can just little watch. treat. I don't know. I've never heard somebody. What's wrong? I've never heard. I've never heard somebody say you? treat. Oh, it's a treat. It's gonna be such a treat to watch him. I'm so excited. Learn you, how to speak. Learn how to speak. Before you learn how to speak. You sound like a sixty-year-old. You, you should oh, go back and listen to that that show that you did on Thursday, where you just did not know the English language or how to transition. You should. I dare you. And I oh, I did listen to it. You said Dublin last. No, you didn't. You didn't really listen to it because you don't know how to say Dublin or you don't know how to say Ireland. So you met. You need to learn how to together. You need to learn how to bet. You're dumbass. Like we're we're trained. We need to talk about the game. We need to talk about the game picks. We need to talk about these game picks. We both went one one for three. We're we're both one and two right now at the start of the season. I listened to your stupid ass on the the UMass New Mexico State bet. Oh, they're wearing ponchos. How freaking fun that they're wearing ponchos before the football game, and you get waxed by one of the worst teams in college football in the past two decades. You get waxed wearing fucking ponchos. And I bet on them because of you. And also, uh, Curtis Rourke blew my Ohio bet. Yeah, I wish he didn't get hurt. Same. Uh, all your sentiments I'm sharing. I, I was an angry boy with with New Mexico State last year because they put up a graphic or last 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 evening last, they put up a graphic yeah. of, of UMass's offense last year and it was it went like it just yards touchdowns points you know amount of third third like down percent all last. It, it was last 129th 126th last last and I'm like how 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 are you doing this to me 
how is New Mexico State doing this right now at home in New Mexico? In in New Mexico, they UMass had to fly from Logan to Las Cruces and beat them. Tell me how. And you got the team walking out swaggy. Jerry kills a dude. I mean, he gave a he gave they did they, they, they did an inner post first quarter interview with Jerry Kill. And Jerry Kill's like, your quarterback's doing too much. He just needs to run the offense and we'll be fine. Not much to go, good to take out of the first quarter. Then New Mexico State sc- scores an awesome 80-yard touchdown. I'm like, great. Back on track. And UMass just kept on, kept the, the gas on. Oh, trust me, Joe. I was angry. And that's why I, I might be out on college football this year. I might be back out. It was, it was too and- much. Because when it makes sense, I can't be bothered with it. I can't be bothered with something that makes sense from the sense of betting. There's no factor that that makes me think UMass is going to cover. This is very fitting that we're yelling about this. And also, like, that's close to home for us for having played at a program that's near UMass. Look, I give credit to Don Brown for getting those dudes ready. Um, There were actually idiots when we did the Conference USA preview that went and commented, like, oh, you guys better be talking about Jerry Kill and – New Mexico State in Conference USA. They're going to be good this year. My ass, they are. I I let you idiots talk me into it. I'm never yeah, listening. I got sucked in also. You know who um, beat UMass last year? Rhode Island. Exactly. It just does. I hate the sport. I hate the sport, man. All right. All right. I'll never get it. Um, Other non-yelling takeaways. Mm. Jacksonville State. That was one of my bets. Welcome. I hit that money line. Yeah, I got that one. Um. Props to Rich Rod, first year at the FBS level. I don't think they're going to be eligible for any bowls or anything, but they look pretty good. I mean, they got a good run game. Zion Webb's nothing special at quarterback, but like their run game's pretty good, defensively sound. They caused some problems for for UTEP. I know there's not much to take away from it from that game, but that was like the other game that got got my attention because that one was was fun to watch. Yeah, I um I ended up tuning in to the uh, uh San Diego State. Ohio game. Uh, I mean, it was uh, oh, Rourke. Rourke went down. I tell you what, uh, they are big on targeting Mark Redman for San Diego State. And I believe we highlighted him during the uh, Mountain West preview, either then or during the tight end show for the G5s. Uh, man, mm-hmm. he is big and he takes up space. And that's how uh, San Diego State offense is going to run through him all year. I don't know if there's fantasy college football. If you're playing it, he's going to get some catches, get some yards. He's a big, he's a big frame, and they, I think they targeted him three straight times in the red zone. It, it, it was, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's who you're going to. He was, he, he looked good though. He looked good. I'm trying to think, are there any other games? Why do I feel like we're missing something here? Well, you wrote down here, uh, Pac-12 Network. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. I've changed my mind. I'm tired of giving them any. They're, they're a. a pathetic pathetic joke that that game wasn't on fs1 everyone was talking about it everyone wanted to watch that game yeah there were some amazing highlights there were amazing lowlights that led to so many storylines from a week zero football game and nobody was able to watch it it's a it's a joke um the other last thing that uh, did you see that play that la tech ran on a two-point conversion what are we doing utep also had this stupid play where they they line up a rugby scrum and then they don't do anything they ran it twice the la tech play i'm talking about is a swinging gate 
where they motion everybody around and then it was an end around with no blockers. I've never like, what was the thought process there? What guys got to stop getting cute, man. It's week zero. Just run the damn ball, throw the damn ball, score some points. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, I think personally, if I am an athletic director and I see my coach decide to run the swinging gate at any point of the season, he's fired. He's fired. He's fired. I've never seen it work. I've never seen it look close to working. I've never seen it not look embarrassing. Here's what you do. If you see your coach put all the linemen out wide and it's a center, a position player, just taking the snap, you should be fired because the Ezekiel Elliott thing that happened last year, the week zero stuff this year, it's never looked good. I think it's terms for removal because you can't think of a two point conversion play and it's not a fun play. It never works. And it just hurts the souls of your fans. The swinging gate does an infinite amount of damage more than it does positive. It is the worst conceived play in football. The fumble Ruski, uh, good fun. Statue of Liberty, that works. That works. Even even just hide so the barnyard. Short all of it's even, so, it's so barnyard. barnyard. All A of double it. pass works for me. Reverses work for me. Swinging gate. We're gonna do the swinging gate, but guess here's the wrinkle. You know, because it's not even a diversion. You can't even hide the ball. It's just a dude holding the ball, <laughs> nobody near him, and saying, "Here's where the ball's going." You can't do that. You're better off pretending to kick a field goal and sending your your holder up the middle or going to the kick, something like that. I respect well, the, that a thousand times more than the swinging the- gate. The other aspect of this too is that you bring a man in motion and you just hand him the football. Like, bring the man in motion, throw the ball back to the guys that are on the sideline, and and let him power in. That's creative. You don't hand it to the motion guy with no blockers. Let that pull somebody away. Like, what do we? Additionally, the offensive uh, linemen are at an immense disadvantage out there by the sideline. What are you? You're not in. We're in space. We're in space versus guys who work even better in space than us. You know what there is? There's 10 yards of, of gap to the right. And you know what's on the other side? The sideline. So I once you would love push, to see. You could just. I would once like to see just take the snap. You could drop kick it, right? Why can't you just like take the kick. snap to the quarterback, drop kick it? I don't know how it works. We need more of that. I um, hate the swinging gate. I hate it. If I see it again, I'm calling for their head. I better not see it again this season. And you know what? I will. At Joe DiLeo and at Sanderson Radio. Thanks for listening to us yell. We'll be back. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.